The child mummy in the Ashmolean lived and died in Upper Egypt around 100 AD, a time when we're fortunate enough to have several sources which tell us about the population structure of the society and the family he was born into and lived within until his death of around two years. I am Professor Sarah Harper and my background is in anthropology and demography. I am particularly interested in the ways populations change over time as their fertility and mortality alter. While I work mainly with contemporary populations in different parts of the world, the techniques I and my colleagues use on these modern people are relevant to the understanding of historical populations as well. The child mummy was a boy who lived in a Greek community in Petri in Hiawa in Upper Egypt during the Roman occupation. It's an extraordinary time from a demographic point of view because it is the only time in this period in which we have detailed demographic data on births and deaths as the Romans carried out census here for about 300 years. In addition, there is rich information from surviving court records, wills, grave inscriptions and even letters including letters written by women, from which we learn a considerable amount about family life. We know from wills and legal documents from the time that the boy's mother is likely to have been able to own her own property and pass it on independently to her children. Women in Greek-Roman communities had considerable autonomy. They had to consent to marriage and they could also divorce their husbands. From data recorded on tombstones and mummy labels, we can see when people die. And in particular, biological analysis of mummies and written texts have given us excellent medical data. TB, malaria, plague and cholera were around, mental illness was reported, and a variety of injuries, including bites from pigs, lions, hippos and crocodiles. But most common was dysentery and typhoid. Lung infections, such as the pneumonia from which we believe the boy died, included fibrosis of the lung caused by inhaling sand. Dental evidence suggests a lot of sweet food and that mothers were breastfeeding their infants for around three years. So the boy mummy may well have still been breastfeeding when he died, which would have protected him from dysentery and diarrhoea. Now, while this boy lived and died over 2,000 years ago, the life of his family in terms of high childbearing, infant mortality, low life expectancy, are very similar to that of many European populations until the 20th century. And indeed, when I look at one of the contemporary countries I study, Niger in sub-Saharan Africa, where girls are still married in their early teens to much older men, bear large numbers of babies and have few survive to grow up, and they themselves still die in childbirth, I see many of the similarities of the demography of the child mummy.